The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respected managements or employees. Geekshowpodcast.com. Welcome to a brand new episode and welcome to July. Oh, name of the episode is P-Hat or Fat. I don't remember why. But uh, stay uh, through this episode because if you're if you're headed to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, I got some some insight on the Jedi holocrons and how they work and where you get them and uh, Jedi and Sith holocrons uh, at uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. So if you stay through the episode, I I, I present that to you later in the show. Also, uh, broken news uh, with uh, Jay and Shannon, and uh, yeah. So uh, let's get to it. Episode is. P-Hat Fat. I want to thank our sponsors, of course, for making the party possible. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection opens seven days a week. Your hold or pull service is free, and with that, you get a 10% discount on all purchases of $20 or more and the previous catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Also, our friends at Cabin Fever, located in the heart of Trolley Square on the corner of 500 South and 700 East, celebrating birthdays, marriages, new babies, summer pool parties, it's Cabin Fever, so much more than a card store. All right, let's get to this brand new episode. P-Hat, please to enjoy. And welcome back to the basement. Yeah. I I am all of you now. (laughs) uh, When... uh, when Mrs. Jackson puts on a cheese spread, holy oh my gosh, mm-hmm. that's a uh, that was that was a hell of a, so, a brunch. Lunch. So I, I understand food pretty well, right? Mm-hmm. But I'd never I'd never had the the um, garlic steeped in oil and then sprinkled over bread and broiled and then topped with you get a, little, uh, you get a little pan, some yeah. really nice olive oil, yeah, and whole garlic cloves. Yeah, and I know what those are. You know what those you are. Know, yeah. <laughs> you learned about that. <laughs> what are those? Um, and then some uh, thyme, I believe, is in there. Yeah, those and more day. She lets it. She lets it simmer for hour and a half, I think. Oh wow! Yeah, quite that's a while. A, that's a while. Just a real low simmer, mm. you know, and it softens up the garlic, and then you get the crusty bread, and it's oh, this is so good. good. Yes. I, I did. You have the uh, the bacon bourbon jam. I yes, know. Oh, yes. I, I did not. You guys this, this have one not of my lived things. until you've had the bacon bourbon jam. The I, BBJ. I think there's about six shots of bourbon in there. I just can't. Ooh. I can't eat pig. No, I know. I, I there's it. come a point in my life where you know I might start eating like uh, uh, Yeti. Mm-hmm. Or uh, like, uh, the dumbest of the farmed meats, right? Or like if I <laughs> if I could find some farm to table manticore, and probably be like, I I'd mostly keep it to mythological what's meats. The, what's the thing that Luke was uh, sleeping in? Tauntaun. Tauntaun. Yeah. Well, you see, with Tauntaun, the meat itself is really stringy, but the tripe is amazing. Okay. <laughs> I, had, I had to write a cookbook. <laughs> How to prepare your mythological creatures? I think that's a great idea. Yeah. That'd be awesome. By noted vegan, Lee Cade. People yeah. would buy that. Yeah. yeah, they really would. It'd be right in the, in the in the flap on the inside. Noted vegan, Lee Cade. Yeah, noted lapsed vegan, Lee yeah. Cade. Lapsed. Yeah. I want I want Lee's calves. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a whole other cookbook, Jay. No, I mean, like, no. I'm just what is that? To serve man? Is that the cookbook? Yeah, it's called. It's called. It's called it's cook. A, it's a cookbook. It's called cooking up. Cooking up geek show. No, I don't want to cook. No, I'm just saying, if like organs were donated, I would take Lee's calves. Calves are calves are a muscle. Yeah. I don't know how that shit work. That's all right. I just found out what you garlic just, yeah, was. Yeah, you just found out what garlic was. 
Like, All right. like uh, that was that was embarrassing. Uh, my calf it wasn't. Organ. It wasn't. Ah. I looked. I looked over it. I looked over at your lady friend, and she was looking at you with the the big lovey eyes. I was Aww. like, oh, he's so stupid. It's, no, it's like <laughs> oh, it's a good thing he's pretty. That's what she was thinking. <laughs> good thing he's pretty. Oh. Uh, it's a good thing he's pretty. He's Jay Whitaker. <laughs> hey, uh, what's up? I'm pretty. What's yes, up, indeed? Hey, um, come check me out. And uh, where am I? What, what, well, it's the eighth. Oh, it's uh, the eighth of, yeah. of, of yep. July. Yeah, July. I'm gonna be in Texas. Texas. I'm gonna be in Texas. Come you mean in Tejas. Yeah, Tejas. Uh, go uh, to uh, tour.drybarcomedy.com. I will be in Austin, and I will be in Fort Worth and Corpus Christi. Make sure you come check me out. I'm gonna sneak in your luggage and take me home. That's a big wanna, bag. You want to come? Yeah. I don't. I'm. I'm real. I pack very light. It's so mostly you, so you'll notice when he's there. Yeah. It's it's mostly it's mostly joggers and like and petrified rocks. This weighs 200 pounds too much. Yeah. Now we'll see your white knuckles from outside. I just found guys. I just found out what white knuckles are. Today's a learning day. Yeah. And that's okay. That's good. I I didn't know what I thought that was like some weird racist term. We but. actually yeah uh, we came up with a, a children's show. It's gonna be on Nick Kids after the new Blues Clues. It's gonna be called What's That with Jay Whitaker. Yeah. What's that? What's that? What's that mean? <laughs> Everybody learns. Yeah. So uh, come check me out. Follow me on Instagram. It's right. Jay Whitaker. He created the show. What's that with Jay Whitaker? He's Lee George. Uh, you know, if I if I can't get Mandelabra greenlit, you're getting there. I've been working on it. We'll I got take. friends at Sci-Fi now, right? That's right. Right? You'd think you'd connections. Like, hey, friends at Sci-Fi, you got that uh, Banana Splits movie coming up? And I can't wait. Uh, yeah, we're gonna have a slumber party. We need to, and we're gonna make banana splits. But before that, what we'll do is we'll watch like two or three episodes of the original show. Oh, absolutely! So when you see the murdery banana splits, you go, "This is really fucked up." So you know what's <laughs> wild is I listen to the banana splits theme song that I've been hearing, you know, mm-hmm. off and on throughout my very long life. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that when I think they're going, na na na, they're actually going, banana na 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 na. Are they? Yeah. Oh, so I mean, it's right there in the I song. I thought it was tra la la. Oh, Which, oh no, they do tra la la after the banana na. So, right. but yeah, uh, uh, so Hit Girl like literally murdered people to the Banana Splits theme song. <laughs> yeah, kind of hysterical if you think about it. Uh, other trivial things you can find that I have written. Uh, at Bleeding Cool, and uh, if you don't want to search through the Bleeding Cool archives, which can be a little... I mean, I've, I've literally written... Um, a million words. Close to a thousand articles what? since I started there. So uh, just follow me on Twitter, uh, LGCade, and you'll be able to link back to all of the stories. And believe it or not, I do hide things in the stories. They're not just straight up news. I, I try to hide things in there. Like so. Secret codes, references. Oh, no, no, no. And oh, you know, if it's anything about R two D two, I mentioned Carrie. So that's true. Just, oh. I, I thank you for that. Yeah, one. I just nice. I, I try to I try to I try to throw in some geek show Easter eggs because I know Neat. you guys I know you guys look for that shit, so it's there for you. <laughs> all right. Uh, hi, Shannon. Hey, hey what? You all right. You okay. Yeah, you bet, bud. Everything's fucking peachy over here. Yo, all you right? made that bomb ass potato salad, dog. Yes, pretty, it was pretty close to my mom's. That shit was fire. It was good. I just don't have that secret ingredient. Love? Love? <laughs> You'll never have that. <laughs> Ouch! Banana! <laughs> 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 uh, come to my pub quiz Wednesday night. It's Lucky 13. 8 o'clock. Holy shit, it's fun. <laughs> what about Thursdays? The chuckle butt. Chuckle Thursdays butt. at Chuckle Butts. It's uh, a <laughs> buy one, get free appetizers. <laughs> just check your local list. Happy hour? It's happy hour. It's happy hour because they can't do happy hour in Utah. No, yeah, not I, even I, at Chuckle Butts. I really like uh, the Chuckle Butts special on Sunday night. Colossus bag Sundays. Uh, That's great. You just show the dorm in your Colossus bag. bag. You get half off all drinks. What the fuck? Yeah. You know, say uh, huh. 
Chuckle butts. Come get your butt chuckled. Yep. Happy hour. Uh, Tony. <laughs> I, I don't know what to say after is that. He's the uh, designated driver and producer of the program. He is uh, quad T, too tall Tony. Hey. He loves a good chuckle button. You know, the, the, I try to keep my chuckle butting private. The slogan's a lot better Sometimes. than it used to be. <laughs> chuckle butts. You just might. You just might. Uh, check me out on Twitter at Quad T Tony, or uh, every week here on the Geek Show, or every other week on the Gadget Spot. All right, thank you. If you need a link to the Gadget Spot site, uh, you just go to Geek Show. We have a website actually. Ga- you, it's uh, GadgetSpot.net. You gadgeteers. Yeah. When are you going to update your Facebook page? Yeah, uh, I had an update since May. Yeah, it's true. Oh we, my. Oh my. You check in on us like that. Do you still uh, have a podcast? Yeah, it's every okay. week, man. Uh, Thanks for listening. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I got er, every other week. Sorry, every other week. I was going to say I don't recall it being every week. Every other week, All right. I misspoke. Yeah. All right, he's getting mad. Well, he is. He is an <laughs> he is an avid listener of the Gadget Spot podcast. Also, our <laughs> every other week, our returning <laughs> our returning champion and friend Eggfu. Thanks. It's good to be here. Follow him on Twitter <laughs> at e g g f o u, yes. or just follow me on Twitter, and I'll be linking back no. to Egg constantly. It goes back and forth, yeah. It, it really is. I see more of Egg's tweets because I see, I see yours. Yeah, actually, he has the best tweets in the world. I was going to say, there's probably going to be some Gundam news in the next few weeks. Dude, no. you tried out the Leo Gundam paints? The, what, the what? The Gundam paints? The Yeah, Vallejo, no. Vallejo, model, uh, Vallejo paints out of Spain. They made a special line specifically for Gundam. Wow. For like your bedroom painting? Or? Yeah, no, miniatures and models. Oh, models. oh see, yeah. I would have been. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. They're, they're, they're particularly, like the entire... Like they went through the Pantone color catalog yeah. and picked out all the Gundam colors, and they made a full uh, sci-fi fantasy model paint range. Are they officially licensed? I believe so, because there's a big awesome. picture of a Gundam on the on the right. All right. Yeah. So. Okay. Oh, we have a host. Huh? He's never painted what? a Gundam. Kerry Jackson. No. Mr. Kerry Jackson. <clears throat> I paint my toenails, but I've never painted a Gundam. You can pretend your toenails he's are Gundams. His, he's had his butt chuckled a couple times, though. That's true. Yep. <laughs> Well, once once you hit forty, your your doctor recommends. Yeah, you, is that a procedure? Experiment when you're you got in it. your twenties, right? You experiment in your twenties, and then again later. And oh, were you yeah. bang, were you banging hot dudes in college too? Yeah, yeah. Nobody you in my know. family believes me. I keep telling them about. No, right? My hot dude banging days. Well, it was the theater department, you know. Right. <laughs> the I whole department. That shit happens. I like to think it was the water polo team. <laughs> well, that's your uh, your experience. Right? Yeah, I was. I, I was, like to, I like to fuck people <laughs> that can swim. I was the <laughs> I was the hot mysterious. Oh. I was the hot mysterious custodian at the University of Utah. So a lot of mystery behind my custodial arts. Water polo team. <laughs> okay. You're like, well, you Monday see through Friday, <laughs> six to ten. Oh yeah, that's yeah, me. You um, just move on. Monday through Friday, six to ten. X ninety six dot com. Okay. What's um, the, the name of that waiter in Paris? Jean Luc. Oh yeah. Yes. All right. Uh, I. That was a throwback to a Vulture's commercial. Folgers commercial. Yeah. Oh, I didn't get it. John it's okay. Luke. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, a story to make you mad now. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, but then we'll we'll start Del Lowe, and then better, we'll better bring it up, okay. and then we'll bring you up. I was gonna cheer when you did that. Let's get all Hudson face right now. <laughs> that goddamn dog. I've been angry at everything this week, so <laughs> don't blame me. All right, well, this will get you more angry. On the first day of the Star Wars celebration in Chicago this past April, <laughs> <laughs> I know this story. I'm already pissed. Yeah. It was suddenly announced that uh, Riz Ahmed, who played uh, Bodhi Rook in yep. Rogue One, yep. had to cancel his appearance at the convention. Mm-hmm. Nobody knew why until just recently. Um, it's a reflection of 
being a minority attempting to travel in the United States. Oh, and being a specific minority, too. Yeah. Uh, he spoke recently at uh, CAA's Amplify Leadership's, uh, Leadership Summit, which examines issues pertaining to diversity, treatment of minorities, and multicultural issues in both politics and sports and entertainment and tech industries. Ahmed brought up his appearance, or lack thereof, at the Celebration Chicago. He revealed that the reason he couldn't attend as planned is that the Department of Homeland Security stopped him from getting on his flight. And this is not the first time that it has happened to him, apparently. This is where we growl, right? This is Grr. where you growl. Demix. Um, and he's up there talking about the people at, at this event, and he said, Hassan Minaj can win a Peabody, I can win an Emmy. Ibtahaj Muhammad can go to the Olympics. Mm -hmm. But some of these obstacles are systematic and we can't really face them alone. We need your help. <clears throat> I'm basically here to ask for your help because it's really scary to be a Muslim right now. Super scary. I've often wondered, is this going to be the year when they round us up? If this is going to be the year they put Trump's registry into action, if this is going to be the year that they ship us off. Yeah, he was uh, on, a, on a terrorist watch list. Because of the Department of Homeland Security, and it's not just his nationality; it's not just his name. He's a hip hop artist, and mm -hmm. a lot of his a lot of his lyrics are really critical of the of the current administration. So, mm -hmm. and you know that administration's been known to just turn another cheek and not act oh, vindictive yeah. at all. Yeah. So, and it may not even be him; it may be someone with a similar name on the yeah, list. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, his case is not the first time an artist traveling to meet fans at a convention found themselves turned away by federal agents because of scrutiny and discrimination. It happened recently with, uh, oh, it was a gaming con. It was not Anthony Daniels. It was not Anthony Daniels. I think it was, was it, I think it was GDC? Was it Game Developers Conference? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was some developers from another country. Yes, I remember this, they, but I can't remember the, the exact company. Yeah, they yeah. couldn't they enter. With. They couldn't enter the yeah. country because they were on some terrorist or something watch list. Yep. God, if only we had some warnings about xenophobia and nationalism in this country. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's what gets me so damn mad is because a lot of these people that support this administration are also uh, geeks. Yeah. They're fans of, of this shit, and they're yep. just not paying attention. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nope. And they're quick to tell you why they you know they think Captain Marvel is their least favorite Marvel. Yeah. Exactly. I bite my thumb at thee. Yes. yes. All right. Um, oh, one more little bit of bad news. Sorry. You got to bring us out. I, I do. I need to well, find. Let's get it all out up. first. Get all, right. all the bad out. Get all first. the bad out first. We just, yeah, then we'll go up. We're pl we're literally playing. Don't worry about a ting, because every little ting gonna be all right. Yes, from Exodus, the deluxe edition. Yeah, but you're giving <laughs> us all the bad news. Well, okay. what, what album was Small Axe on? I don't remember. Huh. Okay. Anyway, uh, the tick, of course. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cancelled by Amazon. Uh, Dead forever. Yeah. And yeah, they've been trying to shop it around, and uh, no luck. Ben, so Ed far. ben Edlin tweeted. After much door knocking, we have found no new home for the tick mm -hmm. uh, in this current market. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm sorry we could not re reward your glorious support with better news. I'm so proud of the show, of the cast, the crew, the writers, and so warmed by the fans. Please continue to choose it was love. Really, it was really good. It, it was. was. It was really good. Please continue to choose love and hope for good things. I think we might as well accept it as a law of the universe. When the time is right, the tick always comes back. I will Spawn! always, I will always remember uh, Scott Pierce set me straight on that one because I was so upset when the Fox series was canceled, mm -hmm. and I was just like, you know, the Which show was... actually had decent ratings. Yeah. It, it had a good following, <clears throat> and he just looked at me and said, "It was expensive as hell." 
Those costumes alone and the set design alone, expensive as hell. This new show on Amazon, a lot of it was digital, but it hit the comics really well. It did. Of course, Ben Edlund doesn't have the rights to any characters but the Arthur and Tick on television. Because every time he does a new version, whatever network he does it on, keeps the rights to all of the other characters. That's why there's always a different supporting cast. That's why there's always a different riff on Batman and always a different riff on Wonder Woman. Because he just doesn't have... He can't do Paul the fucking Samurai on a Tick show. Which is classic in the comic books. Right. He can't then, do Man Eating Cow. He can't do Chair Chippendale because he did it in the comics or in the cartoon. The cartoon, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I love Chairface Chippendale. Yeah. Um, and the thing that was interesting about this latest version is it almost felt like the the show was called The Tick, but it was mm-hmm. really about the characters around The Tick. It really was. You know what I mean? And they were mm-hmm. so good. And the greatest tribute to Adam West I've ever seen. Oh yes, yeah, Peter Serafinowicz. The the way he played the oh, tick, because yeah. that's that's what he was doing. Yeah, he was just channeling Adam West. It was so amazing, mm-hmm. and just there there was some sight humor in that that was so dark. Like there'd be shit, there'd be people just dying off, you know, <laughs> like sixty feet behind yeah. the action. And of course, the tick doesn't notice. <laughs> no, because go tell it on the mountain, right? <laughs> that's right. They did, do the, uh, they did do the they did do the giant naked uh, man. <laughs> that that was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, hundred foot naked fat guy walking. What was the the acronym they had for it? Um, oh damn it! I can't remember. Uh, that. Something like R R L really large R L N. I think R L N. I can't. Really remember. large naked man. Yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah. Right. Now, so if you haven't seen the tick on Amazon, go back and watch it. And please, if you're going to compare it to the Warburton show, it's not the same. No, it's not. They're they're completely different beasts. So different takes. Yeah. All right. You like the new Star Trek, Jay? I do. Okay, that's where we start to come up. I really oh, do. Right. Have you watched the uh, Short Treks uh, episodes? You really should. No, I have not. They're good. It's white knuckle action. It was... Yeah. Uh, Some of them are. Did they do it with the first season? I, nope. No, they didn't. They nope. did it with the second season. Before yeah. the second season arrived, they released, I want to say, six? Five or six. Yeah. Uh, short, like 10-minute Mm-hmm. Uh, stories. Well, they did mm. the one with the with the Empress from the One Planet. Uh, they they actually had her like hiding out on the on the Discovery, mm-hmm. and she and Tilly and how they got to be friends. And mm. they did another episode that was about Saru and how he found his way to the Federation. Yeah, yeah. I love Saru. Did another episode um, with uh, Harry Mud and a con, a long con. That, that was, was fun. It was fucking hysterical. Good episode. And then they did another one that was like a thousand years in the future with a bounty hunter that found his way onto the Discovery, which was completely abandoned, and he and the ship's computer fall in love. Yeah. Aww. And that was probably... It was good. That was probably my favorite one. Yeah. That was, it was just fascinating. Well, they're, just they, t- they're just 10 minute little... I think they're like 15. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 12, 12 to 15. Just I'm depends. What it, they're just I'm what it, and do you... Do you uh, do I need to finish everything before I watch these? I would recommend watching them first. Okay, watch those first. You watch yeah, before two. you finish okay. season two, especially especially with the far future one because I think that actually well, and, gets light into. And the Empress uh, plays yeah. right into like episode nine or so. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, the uh, the Short Trek series uh, is uh, coming back for the third season. Yep, they're going to do more of them. And I'm assigned uh, to them. You're assigned to them. Uh-huh. Good for you. And you apparently, go. they're going to do one with. Uh, with Spock. Ooh. Oh, he was so good. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's going to be a Spock and number one episode. Oh, e- she was good, too. Ethan Peck and Rebecca Romaine. Uh, so that'll be one of them called Chaos Theory. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alex, Kurtz, Alex Kurtzman said, uh, I, would, I would be remiss in saying you're going to see Spock again on Discovery because we've obviously jumped so far into the future, <laughs> it would make sense. 
uh, the idea of bringing Ethan back and Anson Mountain, Rebecca, and the Enterprise. We loved it so much to that to find a way to do that is definitely something that we're thinking a lot about. I think you just give them their own series, frankly. Uh, well, that's me. My, my litmus test on that was when they first walked onto the bridge, I think in episode seven or eight, and I just had to stop watching for a few minutes because oh. it wasn't like the J.J. Abrams movies. We are like, oh, cool, that's a, that's a nice Apple store that they built. Yeah, This true. was the Enterprise Bridge. Yes, it was updated, mm-hmm. but there were little things like the swing arm lamps that they still had on the, on the consoles. Yeah. And it was like they combined the J.J. set and the Discovery sets. But they and remembered the color palette. Yeah. Because Star Trek is about color. It's mm-hmm. about bright, bold color, especially the use of the 60s series, because they were just starting to move with, with nylon and lycra and synthetic fabrics. But seeing, seeing the Enterprise in action in a space battle oh, yeah. again. Oh, jeez. Probably oh. the best space battle I've ever seen on Star Trek. I just kept yelling at the screen. Yeah, give give Pike his own series. Yeah, here. we need to do that because he was captain of the Enterprise for how long? I want to say ten years. Yeah, I, at least one five year mission, if at not two. At least, yeah. yeah. So you could do all kinds of stories that wouldn't necessarily screw up the, the precious canon. Yeah, and that you that could just, do all kinds. I don't of even shit. know how long Robert I, April was I captain because like April was captain first, and then and it then was Pike, Pike, and then Kirk. Yeah. So, but he was uh, Pike was captain of the Enterprise right up until Kirk. But you so. watch you watch this season two, and you'll see he deserves a series. Pike and and that crew deserve mm-hmm. a series. Oh, they're fantastic. Yeah. And uh, IDW is doing a good job too. They're they're doing the fourth and fifth season of the original series in comic book form. Hmm. And uh, the fifth season kicked off with a murder mystery in Tholian space. Mm-hmm. And so, if you're really into Trek, uh, the art's fantastic, the writing's fantastic. It's uh, it's Kirk literally deciding they're going to go do this rescue mission in in Tholian space. Tholians are isolationists; they don't want anybody there. Mm-hmm. It's pretty damn good. Mm. They have a web. Yeah, they do. The Tholians. Yeah, I was about to ask him like, where are they? The web guys. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, Tholian web. Yeah, they. I gotta watch that show. I haven't watched any of them. Of the, of the Discovery? Discovery? First season either? Oh, first, first, stuff, season, first season I think is good, yeah. but it's like they they didn't do what all the other Treks have done. Like They just kind of throw you into it. They don't, yeah. like, you don't get to meet the characters and learn who they are. No, it has to be throughout the season. Right. You, you get start to learn them, but it's slow. It's, yeah. But I like it, though. Oh, yeah. it's, it's really, really I'm good. with the shit on that. It's still damn good. All right. Uh, and uh, before we go to break, you're familiar with uh, the game Mist, right? Yep. Yeah, that's the that's the one where you run yeah. around and don't shoot people and you solve puzzles. Bingo. It came free with almost every computer in the nineties. Yep. Did it? I'm not going to shoot things. I remember I'm playing solve it once. a puzzle. It's still one of the best selling games of all time. Yeah, that's what yeah. I that's remember playing it once when I couldn't sleep, and then I fell asleep. <laughs> yeah, it's a boring game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Violence is but not the boomers. Answer. Boomers fucking loved it. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you don't know Mist, you will soon know Mist. Uh, Village Roadshow Entertainment has acquired the film and TV rights. Oh, that's what we need. (laughs) So you're going to run around an island and solve puzzles. And don't use violence at all. (sighs) I mean, there's something to be said for that. It's got a story to it, but it's like... Not everything needs to be a fucking movie, though. Yeah, Yeah, it's not not a spoon-fed story by any stretch. You find bits of lore. Watch this be the best video game adaptation of all time. I feel like... I will (laughs) eat... Uh, cookie, if that is true. Oh, you well, need a cookie, whether it's true or not. You're right. Who's pl- whoever? Whoever's the actor better have good hands. Yes, yep. got have good like, hands. White knuckles, like that's no. what I want to see. Uh, <laughs> franchise features a deep canon spanning thousands of years of mythology and history. Though as a 
The primary saga follows Atrus. Atrus? Yeah. All right. The grandson of a woman named Anna. Well, wow, that sounds great so far. Who <laughs> sets off a momentous series of events when she discovers a mysterious civilization, the Denis, in a cavern deep beneath the New, hey, New Mexico desert. Hey, Trish, I need you to go find Grandma's clicker. It's Grandma down. can't find the clicker. It's under the New Mexico surface of the sun. <laughs> go to, uh, just get Grandma's clicker. Grandma's oh, stories are on later. Here, I'm going to get Shannon with it. He's going to be dragged right oh, in. Here we soon. go. Ready? I, I'm ready, bud. The Denis possess a unique ability to pen books. Oh! They're authors. They can write? <laughs> yeah. God, right. I can't read. A Holy unique shit. A oh. unique wait, ability? Wait, wait, no. Just, <laughs> yeah. let, me, let me finish. Wait, there's more? Uh, there, there, I don't need... The to pen, I don't know if I can take anymore. They, they pen books. <laughs> they pen books that connect distant worlds, oh. which serve as the catalyst for the misgame. Oh, my goodness. Mm. Oh, oh my goodness. So these people basically got Encyclopedia Britannica. They, they write the, travel logs? I'm fucking excited about this. The greatest yeah. adventure is what <laughs> lies ahead. Uh, I'm waiting for the leisure the leisure suit Larry movie. I'm all uh, in the works. Sure. It's in the works. I played the I, I played know. the Xbox game and I loved it. There was an the Xbox. New one? Yeah, yeah. No. it was no, it was like an Xbox 360. It was a long and you had to yeah. like navigate You're the like sperm Larry's nephew. The, yeah, you had to navigate the sperm <laughs> through like this little obstacle course and if you got the sperm through, that that would increase your success rate. It was great. I learned a lot about myself. They made a new one, though, didn't they? Yeah, they made a new Alicia one. Suit Larry's. I saw it just came out like They'd a couple months ago. The dawn of time. Yeah, they they put a new one out every four or five years. Yeah. Because there will always be people that need Leisure Suit Larry. I guess so. I don't need it, but it, I, I happened to play it, and it was stupid, right. and I loved it. Uh, uh -huh. oh, I was going to say, I wonder if that one is backwards compatible. Oh, <laughs> no. I think they spent the time to make that work. No. <laughs> I think they should update the game instead of Leisure Suit Larry, like, cargo shorts, Jerry. Jerry. Yeah, no, Jerry. I wear cargo yeah, shorts. I, like I don't really want Larry associated with my fashion uh, wardrobe. Cargo shorts, Jerry. I like uh, your cargo shorts, Shannon. Thanks, bud. Yeah. After these messages, we'll be right back. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Let's see what's going on at Dr. Volt's this month of July. In Batman, Curse of the White Knight, the Joker recruits Azrael to help him expose a shocking secret from the Wayne family's legacy and to run Gotham City into the ground. Check out this new series this month. Jimmy Olsen must die. Wait, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Jimmy Olsen lives. Superman's best friend and Daily Planet photographer Jimmy Olsen tours the bizarre underbelly of the DC Universe in this new miniseries. And after dying in War of the Realms, Loki learned a valuable lesson. Don't get caught. But now he has a whole new set of responsibilities, and his brother Thor is not about to let him walk away from them this time. You know, we've been going to Dr. Volts for years, not only for our weekly comic fix, but for action figures, collectibles, and tabletop game stuff. They even have regular game tournaments. There's always something there to grab your interest. Open seven days a week. Hold or pull service is free. And with that, you get a 10% discount on all purchases of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake City. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. <laughs> And, uh, well, it's uh, broken news time. Welcome to it. Yeah. Uh, and we'll get to the rest of the episode. Uh, right now it's called P-Hat. P-Hat? P-Hat. 
you know, fat. Oh, yeah. Pea hat. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, right, pretty, now, right now, that's what it's called. Pretty hot and tempting, baby. Yeah. So that would that, that could change. Okay. Uh, we'll see. Coming up. Uh, joining me for Broken News, of course, uh, Jay Whitaker. Hey, what's up? Shannon Barnes. Hello. All right. We so, in the building. We in the building. This is what happened this week. Oh, poor Disney. What'd they do? Well, they didn't beat Avatar. Ah. Uh, Came close. No chance? No. No. How close did they get? Mm, close. I don't have the numbers in front of me. Okay. But they did have a nearly $600 million global opening for Spider-Man Far From Home. So, you know, there you go. It, it's, it's tough, you know. <laughs> Boy, that superhero fatigue's really setting in, huh? I was going to bring that up. I wanted to bring that mm-hmm. up. Let me just There's read you. There's got to be. Let me just read you this, th- these numbers. Uh, in a win for Sony and Kevin Feige's uh, Marvel Studios, Spider-Man Far From Home scored a sensational six-day launch of 185.1 mil from uh, North American theaters, including a near-record 96.6 mil over Fourth of July weekend. Globally, is it, a ma- it has amassed 580.1 mil, and I think I read earlier that it was a like, fast-approaching six. Uh, the only tentpole to have earned more over Independence Day weekend was Transformers Dark of the Moon. Ugh. <laughs> 97.9 mil. Is that the one we saw? Dark of the Moon? No. Is that the one that made you guys sick? We, maybe. No, well, that was the third one, I think. We yeah. saw the fourth joint, and that shit made us sick. That's the one. Okay. It's the one that made Jimmy throw up. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it did. <laughs> Far From Home did, however, beat Spider-Man 2 to boast the biggest six-day July 4th debut of all time. It's also Sony's best six-day opening. Which Spider-Man 2? Spider-Man 2. Oh, with, uh, with Doc Toby? Ock? The good one. With Toby. Yeah, yeah. with uh, Doc Ock. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, Alfred Molina. Alfred Molina. Yeah. The superhero peg came in well ahead of the 117 mil three-day opening of its immediate predecessor, Homecoming. Mm-hmm. Uh, both that film and Far From Home were made by Sony in partnership with Disney, of course. But yeah, let's talk about superhero fatigue, Dark Phoenix, because that's that was what was being blamed. Yeah, for Dark Phoenix, superhero fatigue. I think they just made a bad movie. I think so yeah, too. You know, and and people heard about it. If you guys, well, want, yeah, put it this way: go, uh, good friend of the podcast, uh, Jay Washington. Mm-hmm. He like he got a like he got an insane amount of views for his review of Dark Phoenix because yeah. it was just people like. And it's also very funny. Go watch it. Wait, but, he's a funny dude. Yeah, he's a funny dude. But and um, but yeah, like it's just not a good movie. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, did anybody? See, I haven't seen. I haven't it seen either. it either. But like, I saw halfway, and I honestly was like, I got other shit to do. Really? Yeah. You wow. walked out of it? Yeah. Wow. No. Not like I didn't walk because I, I put it this way. I obtained a copy. Oh, okay. Oh, I see. Okay. okay. Yeah. But you the, sh- you shut it off. Yeah, and I was like, mm. yeah, like that. Yeah. Right. I was, I, well, here's the thing. If a superhero movie is good, us nerds are going to be like, hey, go fucking see this uh, shit. Go see it. But like, if it's bad, we're going to be like, don't, don't bother. Don't go. Wait till. And wait everybody's till... got their nerd friend. Everybody's yeah. got their nerd friend that they go, hey, how, you know, what'd you think of that X-Men? Yeah. What'd you think of that Black Panther? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what, what'd you think of that X-Men? What? You go, oh, it's a fucking turd. Don't go see it. You know? And it's just, this is the second time that he got a chance to do that. Right, I, Kinberg. How right? does he fuck that up again? I don't know. <laughs> You'd think he'd be like, I'm going for redemption. 
And I know he's a comic book nerd, and I know he's read that story over and over. And my yeah. my argument is, is that's just not a movie. That's like a a ten issue, a ten episode HBO or a, you know yeah. something Disney you, Plus thing you build up through. Yeah. You know, or, yeah, you know, I, you lay the seeds through a series of movies and build up to it. I'm just glad. Put it this way, if it's all over, I you know I didn't finish watching this yet, but I'm like, if it's all over, I'm excited for them to just kind of regroup and, and and hey, me too. Be, you know, like. Live, everybody live healthy for the next twenty years, mm-hmm. you know, because we'll we'll get we'll get the shit back, yeah. you know. Yeah. We'll we'll be a little bit older, but we'll get to see the X Men's and, oh, and, along, and, and, and alongside the Avengers. I think you'll you'll see the Avengers versus X Men movie, yeah, someday. It's, it'll yeah. it'll happen in our lifetime. Um, <laughs> well, well, maybe, maybe, right? Maybe I don't know. <laughs> At the rate we're going, yeah, jeez. <laughs> Everybody take yeah that geek show fit group needs to be activated. That needs to be yes to keep us alive. Yeah. <laughs> not to keep you all alive, but yeah. to keep us alive anyway. Um, so there's that. Uh, we're getting three TV series that you know I if you'd have told me this like I said, when I was a kid I wouldn't have believed you. You're getting a uh, Sandman TV series. I saw that. I'm with it. In Netflix. I'm with it. Now Sandman has bopped around Hollywood. Uh, the project. 30 years. For a long time. Yeah. Long fucking time. And it's one of those, you know, it's like Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. It's like, how do you shoot this? How do you film this? Yeah. You need to find somebody who can do it. And I think they figured it out, uh, making it a series at uh, Netflix. I think that's really the way to go. Because uh, it's like epic storytelling. Yeah, exactly. So you've got, uh, uh, of course, a Sandman, for those who don't know. Live-action Sandman series based on the critically acclaimed Vertigo comic. That uh, It's DC Comics. Uh, follows the travels of Morpheus, or Dream of the Endless, an anthropomorphic being who manipulates dreams and reality. And I think after watching Legion, yeah. we, we know we can do this. You um, know? <laughs> did you know they just shuttered uh, Vertigo? Yeah, they, they, uh, they've shut down Vertigo, and they're just going to put ratings on their comics. It's all going to be DC. Yeah. But they're just going to put ratings on the comics. And uh, there's also going to be a, a black series, I think it's called. Yeah, but that's going to be more adult. More adult? Yeah. yeah. I'm with it. So there you go. I like adult shit. But uh, <laughs> Alan Heinberg is attached to run the show with uh, Neil Gaiman and David S. Goyer as executive producers. So uh, there you go. HBO was presented with it. They said, oh, no, that's, that's expensive. Yeah. <laughs> We're not going to do that. And if HBO thinks it's expensive. Yeah. I know, right? Didn't it cost like 18 mil just no just to do a Game of Thrones episode? Yeah, Probably like even one. more than that. Yeah. Of course I remember when Battlestar Galactica was the most expensive TV series on TV. It was and yeah. they were they were screaming at a million dollars an episode. <laughs> right? Dog, we need it. We have the, the the monkey in a dog robot dog suit. You know? Yeah. <laughs> we could solve all the world's problems if we just stopped making shows. Well, there's too many shows. I know. Yeah. So anyway, the, the, the Sandman thing, that's going to be interesting. Um, but uh, according to the Hollywood Reporter, sources familiar with the pack note, it is the most expensive TV series that DC Entertainment has ever done. Okay. They're going to spend the money on it. So that's good news, because it will be expensive. Uh, also, you're getting an Akira anime series. Lots of yelling. Lots of yelling. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the sub... That's yeah. what it, you know, when you see it... That's what it Speaks translates to. Speaks in yelling. To. Yes. Uh, Kachuriro Otomo, who uh, is the guy who directed the original, he's going to direct the new series. And it's going to be a continuation. 
uh, he created the original Akira manga. Oh, he didn't direct the movie. He he created Akira, so okay. he, he's going to be in charge of it. Uh, he also uh, unveiled some other projects that he's got. Uh, Orbital Era, his third anime feature, uh, set in the near future on a space colony under construction. Uh, it'll be an action-adventure story of uh, some boys in this peculiar environment and society who keep living their lives while they're being tossed about by fate. Okay. Uh, Aren't we all doing that? I know, right? <laughs> I know I am. Uh, oh, this will only be Otomo's third, including uh, 2004 Steam Boy, which took him 10 years to finish. I remember Steam Boy. That was good. Was, was that, that good? Yeah. Is that, is that the guy that just hangs out in, in the steam room? No. And just hands you towels? He has a jetpack. Oh, okay. <laughs> just hands you towels? I like your yeah. idea. <laughs> that would be nice. Uh, the 4K remastering of... The original 1988 Akira is going to be released in Japan, and in April 2020 it was announced, and it'll probably make its way here, I would think. Uh, but uh, also, of course, uh, Taika Watiti is working on a live-action yeah. remake of Akira. I'm at, with it still at this time. So, if I you feel d- like Taika can do anything, yeah. man. So if you don't know Akira, you will soon know. Yeah, Akira. It's so dope. I remember watching that shit as a kid, and like that was like the first. Anime. That was the first anime I yeah, saw. Yeah, like, but I didn't know it was what it was called. I, yeah. I, I just called. I was like, this. I was my brother. We would call it that Japanese cartoon. You know, I take, I, I take it back. I think I saw Battle of the Planets. Battle of the Planets. That TV series. Yeah, that's. I think that the was first the first one, one for yeah. me. The yeah. first, yeah, no, Kira was the first one I saw. Uh, Fist of the North Star. Mm-hmm. That shit. Did y'all ever see that? Oh shit? yeah, that shit was that's wild. Cool. I was like, I was like. Probably like nine when I saw yeah. that shit, and then like the older kids in my neighborhood had it. I was like, and I got scared because like people was like punching each other and their heads would explode. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> my favorite thing that I like to do with anime is I like to point out an anime that anime fans aren't familiar with. Yeah, and it's always the same one. Is it Boba 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 is the one that they don't know to know. But what I like about anime the most is when they get shocked and they start breathing. <laughs> do you know do you know Boba 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 do you know that I am shocked <laughs> no I don't no I don't know what that is what is that Doug? it's our favorite anime it's Shannon and I's favorite anime series I it think was, you told me about it was this, a but... short anime series yeah it was... it's this uh, big guy with a with a blonde afro and his power is that his his nose hairs are sentient and they <laughs> They jump out of his nose like tentacles and fight people. And his name is Boba 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 Bo. His first and name it... is Boba Bo. His last name is Bobo Bo. Bo. <laughs> and you got to say it right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's wild. Uh, look it up, kids. Boba 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 Bo. Boba Bo Bobo Bobo. Boba Bo Bobo. He kind of talked like Elvis. Yeah, what? A bit. Yeah. He... What's he look like? I got to see. He's yeah. a big dude. I'm look him up. Uh, but anyway, then you're also like getting... Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Would yeah, kind of like the kind of like the Rock. <laughs> the Rock would play it. Um, and then you're getting a Lord of the Rings TV series, and we've known about that yeah. for a while. But they finally have a showrunner, uh, J. A. Bayona, who directed Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. Huh. Uh, he will direct the first two episodes of the series, and then he will serve as executive producer. So you got that going for you. Oh my God! This is Dwayne the Rock Johnson. With it the is blonde, the Rock with the blonde would play it, it? with the blonde wig. This is. It's it's like Johnny Bravo and yeah. and The Rock had a baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is hysterical. <laughs> it's the craziest show. 
I didn't uh, I didn't believe it when Shannon was telling me about it. I thought you're, you're fucking with me. You are fucking with me right now. I know things get weird. It's not an Adult Swim, right? Yeah. I'm on board. I know things get weird in Japan, but come on, this is this is really fucking weird. And he was just like, "No, you gotta see it." I'm with it. I'm gonna watch. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, well, rest in peace, The Walking Dead. The comic book. Yeah. The comic I was about book. To say. Man, Sorry. he pulled some tricky shit. He did. Um, <laughs> Walking Dead number 193 was uh, only released on Wednesday. Image Comics has announced that the issue is already sold out on the distributor level and will be headed to a second printing later this month. Now, the issue, this, this, is, this, is, the, this is the funny thing, is that he, he kind of let the distributors feel that they were going to get more. Yeah. And so he in, solicited two more yeah, issues. Two more issues after this, thinking, mm. yeah. you know, we're, we're coming up to the end. We're coming up to the end. Uh, but he uh, tricked them. And so 193, boom, happened. Yeah. And that's it. That's the end of your Walking Dead comics. It's crazy. Yeah. And but, uh, there might actually be a comic that's worth something again. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Because uh, as you said, it just sold out. Yeah. So, so. probably that. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, if you, if you haven't been reading the comics, uh, it was it was kind of all over the news, really, that, yeah. that they finally killed Rick Grimes in 192. Right. And then 193 is the last one. Of course, you can't, you know, use that to base it on anything from the TV series because, I mean, there are characters in the TV series that have never existed right. in the comics. And, you know, Rick is not dead. And in the comic, uh, his kid is still alive. And, right. you know, Coral, Coral. is still alive. But... Uh, Anyway, so if you're looking for issue 193, it's uh, you can pre-order it. Uh, they're going to... Oh, oh, it may be too late, actually. <laughs> but it'll be in stores July 31st. Okay. So, uh, you know, call up David, Dr. Volts, and see if he can get you one. But uh, So there's that. Also, Rest in Peace, another magazine. Mad, I just heard this. Mad Matt, Magazine. Yeah. This shit made me sad. Yeah. yeah. This shit, like, I... Yeah, this made I, me sad. I bought Mad Magazine every month I when did. I was a kid. Yeah, I was a, yeah. As a kid, I was all about some Mad Magazine. Mm-hmm. And you'd, you'd get uh, the Star Trek parody, you'd get the Batman parody, mm-hmm. which was a parody of a parody, which was you didn't think they could pull off, but yeah. they did. Spy versus spy. spy. That was my, and that was my shit. Yeah. What was the guy, uh, Don? Oh, you know that yes. had that sp- that he drew everybody with the flat feet and the big the flat floppy feet. Yeah, oh, what was his name? Don something, I know you're. I know you're right. I love that shit. But uh, yeah, it was. Uh, and and here's the other thing: is it was not afraid to be political when it needed to be. Yeah. Um, it, uh, it it was consistently funny. You know, yeah. it it was a level of humor that we all got yeah. when we were kids, and kind of formed who we are, like with with our senses of humor. I can I, I can yeah. point yeah. to areas that you know. Guided my sense of humor, and at the time, Mad Magazine certainly was that. Then National Lampoon, after that, uh, you know, but a, a very, uh, very influential it, magazine. Just like not selling anymore, I guess. Or no, here's here's how it is. Now it was reported that it was dead. Mm-hmm. It's only mostly dead. Uh, after the issue uh, nine is released in August, it has ran consistently since the fifties, uh, but reset its numbering in uh, June 2018 to coincide with a change in editorial leadership. They relocated from New York to uh, D.C.'s uh, Burbank, California offices. Okay. So they s- started the numbers up again. 
Matt is being pulled from the traditional home on newsstands across the U.S. and will be exclusively sold through subscription and in the direct market. So your comic oh, okay. book stores. Got to go to comic book stores. Um, and it's not just a move to the direct market that will be the shakeup. Starting with issue number 10, original new content in the magazine mm. will cease. So it's just going to be like read issues? They're going to reprint articles and issues from, from the 67-year history. So huh. that's what you're going to be getting in new issues starting with issue number 10. So it's mostly dead. Huh. It's weird. It still will be available at your comic book stores, but that's, but that's it. Um, so anyway... I like it. It'll have new art covers. That that's yeah. that that okay. that will be the new thing. So it'll be different art covers. I feel like I I feel like Mad Magazine was was kind of like a gateway to satire and parody. Oh because yeah. For, for at least for me as a kid, and gateway to satire in in political comedy. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, like for because sure. if you're if you're a little kid and you don't you don't know about the Ayatollah that like exactly. I did it. I didn't know what the Ayatollah was. I didn't know what Saigon was. Yeah. Until <laughs> I read Mad Magazine. <laughs> You know, and that's yeah. and that, and I'm like, that's fucking crazy. Like, yeah. I didn't know about really what was going on with Russia. You know, I'm, I grew up, I'm, you know, I was a kid in the uh, mid '80s, so yeah, I didn't know what was going on. Well, yeah, I'd read shit in Mad Magazine. Mm-hmm. I didn't get it. Yeah. And so, what did I do? I I went. Now, why is this funny? I know these guys yeah, yeah, are yeah. funny. Why is this funny? And so, I'd have to study. Right. Huh. I had to do research. Yeah. And it made like it, it was like it, yeah. it, it's really weird how it, was a, it it kind of was a gateway to political comedy if you're if you're at a very young age. Oh yeah, that's huh? Look at me figuring shit out about myself. <laughs> Look at this. I've got some issues of Mad around here somewhere, and then Jeffy bought me a compilation, like a thick book yeah. of old Mad magazines. Uh, but I've got I've I think I've got somewhere, and I love the cover. Look it up. Thick it was uh, Batman and Robin. It's, so it was Adam West, mm-hmm. and it's all drawings, you know, to make it look like it. Adam West is standing behind Robin, and Robin is Alfred E. Newman, and he's in the costume, and he's d- doing a superhero pose, and Adam West is behind him gagging, you know, going, ah! <laughs> so great. <laughs> so great. But, uh, yeah, I, th- I think I still have that. I have to look that up. Anyway. Speaking of kids in the 80s, you guys started watching the Stranger Things? Uh, not yet, no. I, I, I haven't gotten on it yet. It's really good. It is such a... Um, Nostalgia Fest. If you if you grew up in the eighties, mm-hmm. like I don't know how they've done it. I keep, I just keep marveling at the. So they've opened a mall in that town that they live. Oh, okay. In. And they've replicated an eighties mall. Really? Like I, it blows my fucking mind. It's got a Zales in it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Zales. Yeah. As we call them around here. Um. Yeah. All the signage is. Oh, that's funny. Like, and it's just amazing. And those kids are such good actors. Especially that Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah. She's really good. And they've given the the uh, African-American kid a lot more to do. Oh, they did? This right. year, yeah. Took them so, three seasons, but there yeah, you go. Yeah, right? Um, <laughs> I'll be honest, I didn't see season two. Season two was dope. Was it? It was I good. Yeah. I, like, I just got to okay. catch up on it. Like, it's just... It's just too many shows. It's just too yeah. much shit, yeah. bro. Like, yeah. I, was, I was watching Star Trek Discovery the other day, <laughs> and like, because I had a little bit of downtime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not oh. not that it was boring, but it was just like I was fatigued from well, and I we've all had a lot this, going this on. This is how yeah. I've been catching up on Grand Theft Auto 4. <laughs> finally, <laughs> finally beat it. Fine ten years later, guys. Finally, Good job. finally beat it. Good for you. Jen was like, yes, sir. Get your ass over here so we can watch this show. Mm. So that's what I've been doing. That's funny. No, it's just we, you know. I've been doing that falling asleep thing the past couple of yeah. weeks too. It's just we're just 
we've been through a lot yeah. and we're exhausted. Yeah. No, so. on, yeah, honestly, like I think yeah. I think that's probably why I haven't seen. You know, I'm I'm, I'm embarrassed to say I haven't seen Spider Man. Like me neither. I'm neither just like, I'm just not. I've been really catching up on everything that I needed to take care of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although Shannon and I, we did go see Endgame. We did. Oh yeah, we went and saw the went and saw the Endgame. I don't feel like. I can do. I can. I'm not ready to watch it again. Oh, you know what I mean? It was. It was. It, 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 it was, it was that, pretty rough. And see, that's the thing is like when we all saw it together, I was. Uh, I cried at at Cap giving uh, Falcon the shield. I remember, what, I remember hearing you behind yeah. me because I was so shocked. Yeah. But like now, I know I'm going to cry at completely other different parts. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like. And so, like now, and, and we did. Yeah, and I'm. And I'm I had to walk out. Yeah, huh? and I'm not ready to see. I'm not ready to see it. I counted three times that you walked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not ready for it. But uh, yeah, so uh, we need to gird up our loins and go see Spider-Man. Yeah. this this week. You, you yeah, guys. everybody's telling me it's it's just fantastic. yeah. I'm gonna read. Well, I keep reading great things. About it's been it. so long since I've seen Homecoming, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go get back in the homecoming and then just yeah. like do it so. that was such a good one. yeah it was and like i just like michael keaton man oh it's, it's such a great twist when he figures it out when mm. when peter figures out that he's the vulture mm-hmm. you know yeah and and keaton's there with a gun you know i was like you know i protect my family peter yeah fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you got fucking keaton with that ice in his eyes yeah. you know just ugh. but i just like the i like the 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 idea and how they adapted Vulture. That for me that was terrific. Like, like I was just like that's perfect. Yeah, that's like, what it, that's perfect. That's what it should be. I don't I don't want to yeah. see Jean Luc Picard in a green skin tight outfit. Yeah, yeah. I just don't want to see that. Yeah. You know I know that's well, maybe. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. That's something to think about. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we'll we'll head out and see it. Anything else uh, before we get back to the episode? Uh, I was on another podcast. Yes, yeah, you were. I saw that. I was man. on the new Utah podcast. Yes, I love them. So if you want to check that out, it was pretty fun, talking about the news and stuff. Mm-hmm. And oh yeah, math. it's always it's always fun. I always yeah. have them come over here when I'm on that. Yeah, I had to drive out to my old stomping grounds. Oh, how was that? <laughs> Terrible. Now <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was I gonna say? Well, I got, yeah, well, it was. I, I had some new stuff to, to. Oh yeah, just come see my shows. Goddamn. Yeah, go see your shows. Yeah, and um, support. Go to your comic store. I was just going to bring that yeah. up, actually. Cause Go to your fucking comic I'm store. I'm just ending, as we record this, ending, this is the last day of my time off, my yeah. vacation. I'm back to work tomorrow as we record this. And I, I, you can't see it from here, but I went through my stack of I Got Behind comics, um, and uh, I swear, the stack was that big now that I'm... Yeah, yeah. Fit, that's what I've read this week, out on the back porch, just clearing my head, you know. Yeah. Which is a great Zen thing to do if you need it. Um, but I'm telling you, Jason Aaron's run on the Avengers, pick it up. Okay. So fucking good. He's and a great writer. He's a great writer. And it's just so fucking good. They put together this new Avengers team. Black Panther's in charge. And uh, one of our favorite characters, Gorilla Man, is now, he's head of security at their new headquarters, which is a body of a dead celestial that they're living in. How you do that? <laughs> it's standing up too. I don't know. <laughs> How you just be dead and just stand up? <laughs> I don't know, but it's just—it's been a great run. And then Chip Zdarsky has taken over uh, Daredevil. Y'all know how I feel yeah, yeah. about Daredevil. Mm-hmm. And he—he's—he's he's doing some phenomenal shit with Daredevil right now too. So you need—you need to pick that up. But yeah, go go to your comic book store. Because like I was telling 
after we saw Avengers. I said, people ask me all the time, did you like Endgame? And I, I say Duh. the same thing. I say, yes, I loved Endgame. Yeah, yeah. I get Endgame every Wednesday because yeah. I read comic books. Exactly. You see that shit that happened up there? Happens on these pages every right. Wednesday. Go to your comic book store. Yeah. I'll be surprised what y'all missing. Oh, there's some good shit out there. Some really good shit. You listen to any new music? Like, what am I listening to right now? I haven't. Oh, there's this new ska band, The Interrupters. Okay. And they were just. In I'm town looking for all. The, I'm looking for all the new music, man. That's that's like really what I was like. I'm I'm just really getting back into music and man, The Interrupters. I'll check them out. What yeah. About, what about you, Shan? I don't know if I'm listening to anything new right now. I'm try- I can't remember their name, but there's a uh, new artist that we just started playing at the station that I'm really quite impressed with, and I just can't- I'm not recalling it right now because my brain is mush. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's me too. I'm just like, I'm, I don't know. I'm oh, fucking I- with this dude named uh, Saba S A B A, and then Toby Nowigwe. Uh, he's he's a uh, he's a rapper from North Texas or Southwest A Leaf Texas, also known as the SWAT. And the uh, SWAT. Yeah, and he used to play ball at North Texas, but he's like he's dope. Like he's isn't is 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 I never thought I would enjoy clean hip hop, you know. No, it's it's just very uh, like put it this way. I know our listeners and ourselves mm-hmm. have been through a lot lately. Yes, and if you need something that's li- like that can uplift you, mm-hmm. I, would, I would highly recommend listening to Toby Nwigwe. T O B E N W I G W E, and he's got songs that are just great to wake up in the morning, like Shine, Prosper. Reality. These are all the names of the songs, mm-hmm. and like it's it's a rapper that just really love his wife. Like he just be like, yeah, I, I love my wife. His, not used to that. His wife is nicknamed Fat, even though she's not. But like he just he just be always shouting his out his wife, and that like to me, I don't know. I just wanted to share that with the listeners because if y'all need something to really start your day and get get yourselves going, because we've all been through some shit. Yes. Recently, listen to songs like Shine and Prosper. I guarantee you. I, I guarantee you, you will like feel a boost in your mood that day i there is one person i found a little while ago uh his name's orville peck okay it's not his real name he's a gay country singer i'm with it who wears a mask he wears a mask he wears a mask but it's like really like good old it sounds like old country music but it's got a weird like david lynch sound to it you know what i mean like you know how like the music in twin peaks yeah, I, I, I can't, I'm trying to process that. It's really like moody, like almost like Chris Isaacy in a way. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Um, but he's got a great voice, and he's a good songwriter, and he's just f- a fucking oddball. <laughs> I'm with it, dude. Yeah, I'm all for fucking oddballs. <laughs> I know. All right. Well, cool, y'all. All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll take a break, and we'll get back to the episode. Oh, stay tuned because uh, this is the part where I explain the Jedi holocrons at Galaxy's Edge oh. and how they work. Uh, so if you're planning a trip, pay attention. Oh, yeah, this is important. This uh, was actually very informative. This yeah. is a nice little deep dive. There, there's a lot... Well, there's there's a lot of instructions. The thing is, though, that, that Disneyland isn't going to tell you this shit. Mm-hmm. They're going to have you figure it out yourself. Yeah. Luckily, people have figured it out, and they're telling us about it. So if you want to know how the whole lightsaber Jedi holocron thing works at Galaxy's Edge, stay tuned, and we'll get to that coming up. All right. Uh, Please to enjoy. Celebrating birthdays, marriages, new babies, and summer pool parties, it's Cabin Fever. So much more than a card store. Cabin Fever, proud to be a locally owned business since opening its doors in 1982. 
And what started as a small card shop has now become, well, so much more than a card store with an ever-increasing array of gifts and collectibles from lunch boxes, retro candy, gift bags, playing cards and wrapping paper to everything needed for your summer barbecue pool party, pool flotation devices from unicorns to melting ice creams, fun drink markers and pool beverage floats. Cabin fever has grown up over the years while still keeping its tongue firmly planted in the world of the meek, the geek, and the freak. So stop by Cabin Fever and say hi. David, love to meet you. They're open from 10 to 9, Monday through Saturday, and from 12 to 5 on Sunday. Located in the heart of Trolley Square on the corner of 5th South and 7th East, it's Cabin Fever. So much more than a card store. Hi, this is Carrie, and I'm here with my wife, Sue. Hi. I'm so proud of her. She started her own business doing what she loves. Tell us about my workout buddy. I believe that working out with someone will keep you motivated and accountable to your fitness goals, so I'm your workout buddy. I will meet you at your Salt Lake County gym or rec center for a 60-minute workout session. If motivation won't get you to the gym, my workout buddy will. So you will come to my gym? Yes. The more you know about your own gym's equipment, the less time you'll waste trying to figure out a routine. I think it helps build confidence and competency, and that makes going to the gym more enjoyable. But you're not my personal trainer. Well, I'm a a certified trainer, but this is not a personal trainer service. So what do you do? I am actually going to work out with you. I'll do cardio, weights, group classes, whatever you want to do. I will help you with options to make exercises effective and help you towards any fitness goals you may have. That's a great idea. How do people start? Well, message me on Facebook at my work Workout Buddy SLC or email me myworkoutbuddyslc at iCloud.com. One session is $20. If you cancel an appointment less than 12 hours before the start time, there is a $10 cancellation fee. And why is that? That's motivation and accountability. And if you tell Sue Geek Show says hey, you'll get half off of your first session, My Workout Buddy SLC. And welcome back to the basement. Yeah. Yes. Here we go. All right. I got some got some. This is the this is the part of the show where we get accused of being kiss asses to Disney. Whee! Okay, that's fine. I'm sorry, they own, Disney. I own, they own everything. How could we not? Exactly. I'm waiting for them to buy us. Wouldn't that be great? Oh, someday, baby. Oh, I'd sell out. You guys yeah. aren't part of Disney? Oh, oh, they already got you? Oh, yeah. They, they got Jay. Jay's getting that Disney money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah dog. That shit is fire, dude. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Disney money is dope. All right. Hey, I, I play the some. assistant. Because it shows the... up unexpectedly. Yeah. So <laughs> nobody ever expects Disney money. <laughs> no one expect. All right. So they're uh, they're shooting uh, Black Widow right now. They're making that movie. Man, it's not, apparently it's set in the past. Are right. They? That's how they're getting around her. It's in production right now. It's in production yeah. oh, right cool. now. The David Harbor. There's leaked stuff. Leaked David Harbor's photos. in it. Yeah. Leaked set photos. That's There's some leaked set photos. Speculation as to who the villain is. I don't think it is who they say it is. They say it's Taskmaster, and I'm like, no. Oh, God, I wish. <sighs> Not Taskmaster that. would be a good Black Widow villain. He would yeah. be, but I with that costume, that can't be. Uh. Yeah. He's one of those villains I'd love to see in the MCU. Because how do you not use that skull iconography for the face? And and frankly, the character we need to see Taskmaster up against is Daredevil. Yes! Or Spidey. Although my introduction to Taskmaster was a Daredevil comic when I I was like 12. I think mine was a Captain America Avengers. Yeah, because he he did the whole thing with his photographic reflexes, watching Disney movies and going to the circus. It's a great villain. Yeah. Anyway, um, but anyway, they're shooting a, a Black Widow movie, and it is a prequel. They say, "Well, that's this is what Kevin Feige says. He's a liar." <laughs> 
Uh, he said, there's a method to the madness. There's always a method and doing things in an unexpected way. It's something fun. It's something we find fun. There are ways to do prequels that are less informative or answer questions you didn't necessarily have. And then there are ways to do prequels where you learn all sorts of things you never knew before. Well, there's a five-year gap mm -hmm. between Avengers movies. So. I look at Better Call Saul as a wonderful example of a prequel that almost completely stands on its own, apart from Breaking Bad, because it informs you about so many things you didn't know about before. So time will tell which way we've gone with a... He's, and here he plays coy. A supposed Black Widow movie. Mm -hmm. We've mm -hmm. seen the set photos. Uh, but anyway, they're going to be at Hall H at San Diego this year, so we'll probably get a look Oh, they're at coming it. back? Yeah, I had heard from a bad source, and I apologize, folks. I had heard that, that they were staying away. I thought so, too. From San Diego. And that, was uh, a, that was a bad... That person that told me that, that's a bad source. Individual units of some of the entertainment divisions are going but like mm -hmm. like Warner Brothers will not be there no. but representatives of certain things that Warner Brothers are doing oh. will be there yeah okay and uh, speaking of Avengers um, July 30th is when uh, Endgame is going to be on uh, digital 4K wow. and movies anywhere and then uh, August 13th uh, for the uh, Blu-ray so then I go to this story about the list of extras Bonus material, which may vary by retailer. Oh, oh God damn it. And I threw the article down at that point. Come on. What did you say? Well, see, here's the thing is that... You didn't say, well, if you see what's here's the thing. Well, here, okay. If you get it digitally, uh -huh. which, which I don't do because I, I like having a physical copy. I get everything, don't I? Yes. Um, if you get it digitally, then you get some stuff that isn't going to be available to the rest of us. Except for YouTubers. And, and well, and YouTubers, but uh, there's a <laughs> there's a Stephen Peggy One Last Dance Aww. kind of mini documentary that they do. Yeah, that they go to CBGBs that explores their. I knew he was old, but come on, <laughs> uh, where they explore their relationship and and their whole thing, which I know I wouldn't be able to make it through anyway because I'd start crying. But but yeah, uh, it it just pisses me off because it's like you have to decide: Are you going to get it at Target? Or are you going to get it at? Uh, you know, Voodoo, Best Buy, or Walmart, wherever. But I mean, it's just shitty. I just hate that. I mean, yeah, I'm not with it. All right, so it's here's like, well, you gotta go spend a hundred bucks on to no. get the same DVDs? one movie. Yeah. I know, right? Yeah. They'll probably have different special packaging, yeah. and they do because because yeah. Best Buy does the uh, the steel books with a different cover, and you know, my my least favorite one is the Coles exclusive because it comes packaged <laughs> in a uh, Infinity Gauntlet. You actually have to stand in front of whatever player you have to activate. I, I like the Whole Foods one because it comes wrapped in kale. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty nice, and it's biodegradable. <laughs> It's that whole. Foods, it's organic. It's yeah. that Whole Foods exclusive that you've heard right. so much about. <laughs> so you're getting uh, a documentary called "Remembering Stan Lee," where Aww. you know they. Who's they, this specific to? It doesn't say. That's the thing. No, oh, it's a guessing game. Yeah, you have to do your own research. Come on. Uh, setting the tone, the casting of Robert Downey Jr., which I'm sure John Favreau will have a lot to say about. Yeah. Uh, Man out of time, creating Captain America. Uh, Black Widow, whatever it takes. Man for jam. Uh, the Russo brothers' journey to Endgame, so you can see how what a challenge it was to try to tell this crazy fucking story. You know, <laughs> women of the MCU. There's a few. Six deleted scenes, including goji berries, bombs on board, suckiest army in the galaxy. <laughs> you used to frickin' live here. 
Tony and Howard and Avengers Take a Knee, a gag reel, and then you got your audio commentaries and things like that, but also a short called Bro Thor. See, I think our, our name for him is better. The Big Thorbowski. Yeah, that's yeah. better, too. But they call him Bro Thor. They're stop, they've stopped calling him Fat Thor. They're, they're like body oh, shaming. that's good. Yeah. They don't call good. him Fat Thor anymore? No. See, I, I think it's fine. I think Thick Thor with two Qs is good. Two Qs. Ooh, Qs. Qs. Damn, like, yeah. Usually so it's Cs. Yeah, it's two Cs. So it's oh, no, Q I'm, like the I'm, next level? I'm taking it up. Huh. I'm, trying right. to, I'm trying to get ahead of the trends. Thick, he, thick, thick, thick. He's cutting edge. I think Hemsworth can handle being called fat once in his life. Thick with two C's. Or no, two Q's. No, two Q's. Two Q's. I yeah. like it. Yeah, it's not good. Whenever I said fat, it was with the PH. Qua. That's right. No, I always said P hat. The qua. P hat? Yeah. Looking. P oh, that's, pr- that's pretty P hat. Yeah, you're looking. The qua. <laughs> P hat. The qua. The qua. Thick with two Q's. The qua. The qua. Okay. So, uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Hmm. I think uh, we're about four years away from when we can actually get in. It so is, close. Well, <laughs> four more years. There's, there's. Four more this years. is what I'm. Re- this is what I'm reading about from people who are going. It's like you. This is not just a casual stroll oh, through no. the park anymore. No. Or at all. No. Y- you have to like prepare. Yeah. If you're going to attend, I, so, I, I watched. Yeah. I watched yeah, the whole bit yeah. with the lightsaber bit, mm-hmm. and it's wild. Like you have to look. You have to find the resistance operative in the park to sign up for it. Yeah, I mean, what? you can do it through the app, too, but if you want to do the whole role-play experience, you have to find the embedded resistance mole who will give you information on where you can get your lightsaber made, yeah. and they'll and then they'll pull out this this box of looted goods and be like, yeah, which one of these hilts, you know, which one do you like? And so they, when you get there to build your lightsaber, based off of your interaction with the resistance mole, they'll have a bunch of different pieces ready, wow. and then you build your lightsaber. But that whole thing, it's like this 20-minute experience. You pay 200 bucks for it. Yeah. Well, they're really but, nice. Which I, I will. Yeah. I, yeah, which I will, too, eventually. Yeah. yeah. And, and 25 grand for your R2-D2. Yeah. I hope he has a trench coat that he just opens up like this. You know? hey. I got all you need. That's hey, kid, I got, I got out your lightsabers here. What so. are you buying? So what? here it is. To, what are you selling? To, <laughs> to try and ease the expected crowds. Uh, Disneyland is employing a virtual queue system until the park deems it no longer needed. Also, they're building a wall. Close. <laughs> Could be, you know, I think two years it's going to be that they will need this virtual queue system. Um, at, at least for a few months after Florida. You have to access your boarding group. You click on a button in the app and join a boarding group, which assigns you a number. Everyone else in your party has to do this, too. Either individually or you can link their tickets into your app. Now, once you're in a group, you wait for a push notification telling you you're allowed to board, which means go to the land. Well, because mm-hmm. they go, slink, go they, now, they catapult you over Tom Sawyer's Island yeah. into the park. No, I've seen it. It's, it looks like a, it's a building you walk into. Yeah. At that point, you'll have up to two hours to finish whatever else you're doing to get over there. All right. Once you're in Galaxy's Edge, there's no longer a time limit, so that that expires. You can stay for however long as you want. Disney's hoping that after a few hours that you'll naturally exit, but come on. They don't know me. They don't know us, yeah. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Also, it's important to note that there's a chance that you could go to Disneyland and not get into Galaxy's Edge. Chances are that it could just be so at capacity the whole time you're there, you don't get in, even if you've applied for a boarding group and all that. That could happen. 
I've also been told that the earlier you go, the better your chances are. This mm-hmm. is like, you know, the old mm-hmm. adages, get there get there at park opening time, you'll get on a lot of rides yeah. for the first couple hours. Right. As for uh, two more limited in-demand experiences, uh, we're talking uh, August Cantina and Savvy's Workshop. Uh, that's different. Beginning at 7 a.m. each day, guests can make the same day reservations at both locations. If you get one, you don't need a boarding group. So, because they already got you two hundred bucks, yeah, because they got you. The reservation will serve as that. You will, however, need a valid credit card to make the reservation non-refundable. <laughs> no shit, you will. No fucking shit, you will. If you cancel at the cantina, it charges ten dollars per guest, and if you cancel at Savvy's, you're charged the full price. Two hundred bucks. Yeah. Wow. So, commit. Uh, and <laughs> and they're being question? they're being very strict about cosplay inside the park. Even though they sell costumes there, yeah, they don't want you to put those costumes on and walk around. They're not going to stop me. I'm going to go on the refresher and change. So yeah. I know, right? Have you and heard about people like taking the coasters and things, yeah, things like that, and selling them on eBay? Well, yeah, can you believe? So that? they've stopped ten bucks for a coaster. Well, no, yeah. they've they've stopped. Like there was a special spoon thing, like a sport. Oh yeah, they've stopped using them at the park because people were just stealing them. Fuckers. Yeah. So it's remember when we went to Corks uh, at the Star yeah. Trek experience. We're like shot glasses. Well, we don't have any shot glasses. People keep stealing Steal them. them. Yeah, I'm exactly. Like, well, what are you putting your fucking logo on it for? Stupids. Yeah. Stupids. We did that at Burt's once. You, know? you put yeah. Star Trek logos on Burt's shot glasses? Yeah, that's weird. It was a weird choice, yeah. but we yeah. did it. So. so, you know, my, my, my thing still maintains. Like, if, if I ever find a way to build a really convincing fat Greedo costume, <laughs> I'm just going to sneak into the park and pretend like I'm an animatronic. And then when the park closes, I'm just going to wander around and be part of the park. It'd be like <laughs> like Templeton in the Charlotte's Web movie. Fuck yes. <laughs> and then <laughs> running around, it's a really deep reference, right? Like, yeah. So weird. But I mean, you guys, you guys are going to be all worried. Like, wow. You guys are going to be all worried. You'll be like, oh, geez, where's Lee at? And then you're going to be watching some behind the scenes thing from Star Wars: Galaxy's Edge, and be like, look at that fat Greedo. That's great. Why is he waving at us? It's a board. August board. You took me back to fourth grade with that one. It's so weird because. Jen's son watches that movie all the fucking time. That's a classic. I'll, I'll walk in, I'll go, What is it? Charlotte's Web. Oh, yeah. I walk okay. in, I go, Jackson, what you doing? I'm sitting right here. <laughs> Whoa. What you doing? Watch Charlotte's Web. This fucking cracks me up. Oh, cracks me I'm up. sitting right here. He does that. He just, he'll, uh, like, he'll ask him, you go, Jackson, what you doing? I'm standing right here. <laughs> it's my second favorite Paul Lind role. <laughs> Templeton the oh, Rat. Oh, the Rat, yes. <laughs> yep. Second favorite. Yeah. Oh, what is? What's your first? I I, I believe he was in uh, Bye Bye Birdie. Oh, he was, yes. he was he was the dad. <laughs> and for oh, me, gosh. I and for it's me, bewitched, it's bewitched, uh, right? It's uh, I was thinking bewitched. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, for me, it's Uncle Croc. Who was who was the girl? Who was Who's the girl? Uncle in, Croc. Um, he he used to have a kids show on Saturday morning called Uncle Croc's Block. See, you're five years older than us. We may not remember this. No, <laughs> uh, it was him. Paul in a, him in a crocodile costume. So look it up. Oh who who was who was the lady that headlined Bye Bye Birdie? Don't know. Okay. Well, whatever her Tim name Allen. was. No, sure. it was not, it was not <laughs> Tim Allen. No, but, no, no. It sounds right. Famous, 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 hot 60s actress. Uh, and Paul, Tim Allen. Paul Lind, who was, um, Paul Lind was as out as you could be in the 60s. Well, he was, he was, in the 60s, they referred to people like that as confirmed bachelors. Yes. Right. Because Liberace, when he was on, he says, uh, oh, well, uh, uh, Lee, you, uh, you haven't found a, uh, the proper girl, yet you're still a confirmed bachelor. I just can't find the I right one. I just can't find I'm the right just, one. Me and, me and Rip Torn are going over here. Yeah. Scott. I'm, I have to find her name because it's really anyway. fucking funny. 
Uh, that Paul, was Tim Allen. No, we Paul established Lind, that. Paul Lind in a, in a crocodile costume <laughs> singing songs. <laughs> Welcome to Uncle Croc's Blood. Oh, no, I'm mixing him up with Charles Nelson Riley. I was going to say. How could you do that? Charles Nelson Riley in the costume. Oh, yeah, that's Charles, such a great. God damn it. Must be that Charles great. Nelson Riley was a fucking god. He was. Now, Everybody the, knows it. The Dead Milkman wrote a song about him. <laughs> damn okay. right they did. But Charles Nelson Riley, he's our man. He can heal the sick with a wave of his hand. He don't piss, he don't shit. He's getting no relief. People. <laughs> Wait, people wave their hands in disbelief. Go. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Paul Lynn's thing was uh, when when they had the when they had the big closing party, the rap party for Bye Bye Birdie. Mm-hmm. Um, he stood up and he addressed the room with his highball. Yeah, because I think Paul Lynn always had a highball in his yes. hand. And his exact words were, "Everybody wants to fuck Ann Margaret, but me." What? <laughs> 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 Ann Margaret? That was much more blatant than that. <laughs> and I hear he was just a dick. Oh yeah. But I mean, anyway. And amazing. Uh, all right, back to Galaxy's Edge. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. So only this show goes God, on a fucking Holland tirade. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking about Galaxy Edge. Galaxy's we're talking about like, Edge. the hottest amusement park. Yeah. We're like, hey, Galaxy. Hey, let's Galaxy's, talk about Paul Lind. For Galaxy's a Edge to Charlotte's Web to Paul Lind <laughs> to uh, Charles Nelson and Margaret. Charles yeah, it all goes back to Charles Nelson Riley. I guess you could say it looks like we got tangled in Charlotte's Web. God damn it. Okay, I'm sorry. Boo! Better than that. Where's Mike Gunn? <laughs> oh, Mike Gunn. He's, uh, he's he's currently down at Shiv Games. All right, a game of Star Wars Legion. Okay, so the here's here's some things that we've learned about the lightsaber situation in <laughs> Galaxy Edge. Well, don't point them at your face, dummy. Sorry. Um, the uh, so you go to Savi's workshop and you get the lightsaber and all that. Mm-hmm. And they put they put a crystal in it. You choose a crystal at that yeah. point. You, and it's it's like it's a crystal. It is. Yeah. Is it a sugar crystal? But then, no. then you can get other crystals uh-huh. throughout the park. Uh-huh. Uh, well, excuse me, the Black Spire Outpost. Yeah, don't we're... call it a park, Carrie. You're no, going to ruin it. I mean, it's, it's I don't, a place. I don't, when I'm walking around as, as, as Fat Greedo, I don't want to be hearing park in my head. Because I'm only going to have so much mescaline. The so, white? The, <laughs> the, the, the black what? The Black Spire Outpost is what it's called. That's the name know. of the place and the planet Batu. It's right. not Disneyland, yeah, I swear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not Star Wars Land J- either. J. Wanawunga. It's anyway. Compton. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> you get the one when you build your custom lightsaber, your right. $200 lightsabers. And then you can go to a store called Doc on Dar's Den of Antiquities. That's run by a hammerhead. And uh, you can choose either a blue, green, purple, or red there. Yeah. Mm. Tough choices. Yeah. I mean, you go purple. Uh, I think I'm going green. Yeah, green's good. Now those are the main ones from teal, from the films. Mm-hmm. Then at Docs, you could buy those four individually, as well as well as a white crystal or a yellow crystal. You can also get yellow. those there. Yeah, I want to uh, go with the Concealer's crystal, the, the green. From the same shelf as the crystals inside Docs, you can also buy either a Jedi or Sith holocron. Yep. Lee's going to lose his mind with this. Holocrons. What oh, you know about this? Holocrons are kind of of like the USB keys in the Star Wars universe. Devices that hold ancient and secret knowledge and are usually activated by the Force. Just like my USB key. Exactly. (laughs) The versions sold at Galaxy's Edge look kind of like kitty versions of the cube from Hellraiser, is what this article says. Slightly sinister looking with a hint of Rubik's. They also light up and make noises. Now when you put... On their own. (laughs) Oh. On the, oh, you don't have to do anything to make them do that. But when you put a kyber crystal in... I thought you had to use the force. Well, Does that have a sensor? That'd be so cool <laughs> if I had a sensor. Right. If you put a kyber crystal in a holocron, then the holocron turns that color. Mm-hmm. 
And if you press two sides simultaneously, the holocron will speak to you. Oh, God damn it. This is so cool. If you touch four sides simultaneously, <laughs> a you, Cenobite will come and help you hide your Uncle summon. Frank. Is that like your feet and your hands? All yeah. Ones? Uh, yeah, it will uh, speak to you as a famous Star Wars character associated with that crystal. Will Rohood. No, I, I want it to... You don't know which me. character will speak to you until you do this. It could oh be. My God. So it could be Will Rohood. Yeah. Each color of the crystal. He's associated with ice cream makers, not lightsabers. And it would be an orange crystal. Um, <laughs> sure, but what's the con where they have the Wilbur Hood run? Have you seen it? Where oh, they do the a few of them. Yeah, yeah, the, the, Wars, to it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the color of the crystal has a handful of different characters that may be inside it, sometimes up to four or five. Red has characters like the Emperor, Darth Maul. Green has characters like Yoda, Qui-Gon Jinn. Blue has characters like Obi-Wan, Rey. Ramekin. White has characters like Ahsoka. Oh, yeah, she has white sabers. Yeah. Because, because um, if you turn uh, Sith's saber, mm-hmm. um, because it's complicated. The Sith, they get the red crystals by bleeding a Jedi's crystals, and that's what makes the crystal turn red. And then if you, as a Jedi, take the red crystal from a Sith you basically strip the color out of it by taking mm. it back to the light side. So that's why her crystals are white. So so it's like, so it took her at least three people to get that saber. Yeah, she she has the white sabers that she has because there was a Sith Inquisitor that was chasing her after Order 66. And he they go into detail about how he had killed two Jedi mm. and bled their crystals to get the red sabers. And so every red Sith lightsaber. Mm-hmm. That means the, the death the of a crystal Jedi. of a dead Jedi. Okay. Wow. Yellow uh, crystal has characters like the Jedi Temple Guard. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, but wait, there's I more. I'm the Temple Guard. If you put a if you put a Jedi <laughs> that lightsaber. If you put a Jedi crystal into a Sith holocron, you get Froger. <laughs> oh, I love Froger. No, no better. <laughs> You'll be warned about the dark side of the Force. Uh huh. If you put a Sith crystal in a Jedi holocron, it will try to seduce you to the dark side. Oh my god, damn it! This is so cool. The holocrons also (laughs) interact with each other when placed together. Hey, Fred. Hey, (laughs) Bert. Revealing some words of wisdom by Star Wars beings who exist between the dark and the light. You put two yellow ones next to each other, like, you on shift today? (laughs) What are you doing today, Will? It's my day off as Temple Guard. What's weird is they use the voices of the uh, coyote and sheepdog from the Warner Brothers cartoons. (laughs) I mean, I'm impressed, but... On top of that, for every 50 to 100 red crystal containers, because when you buy a red crystal, when you buy the crystal, they come in a little container. It's like a tube. So you have to buy 50 of them? This is for one of every 50 or 100 red crystal containers, Disney has placed a black crystal. Oh, 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 okay. And what's weird, I read about this. Mm -hmm. If you use this dark crystal, the voice of Frank Oz says, what show am I in? (laughs) (laughs) Where do I stand? (laughs) Right over here? Okay. All right. My arm's killing me. This rare crystal has the voice of Supreme Leader Snoke in it. It does. It will not turn your saber black, though. Oh, sorry. Is now you have to get the special. Crystal. I look over at Jay when you said that. that no, 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 no. I have, no, a, I have to... a straight up question. Like, so is the is the black crystal the same? Kind of like the same thing as a white crystal? No, the the dark crystal was stolen by the Skeksis. Wait, no, uh, that's a different. Show. No, you're wrong. Confused. Wrong. Yeah, Frank, Frank, Frank Oz yeah, movie. That's why I said black. That's why I said black crystal. Not well, dark. I, yeah, I, I, I heard. Be- I believe the black crystal holds the soul of Mick Jagger. Well, I, I heard the reason that it doesn't <laughs> it dances real well. It doesn't turn your saber black. 
Because uh-huh. once your saver goes black, it never oh, goes no. back. You, where's out. my gun? <laughs> Get out. <laughs> but the, the best part about the black lightsaber is you can fight with it all day. Because the black one don't crack. I'm, oh. I like this. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, I wasn't even sold on this shit, and I was like, you know what? I ain't going. Uh, the crystals are 13 bucks each. Holocrons are 50 bucks each. And if you want a lightsaber to switch them in and out of, of course, $200. $200. So if you, you could ostensibly pay... $500 hunting a black crystal. And I will. <laughs> and this will happen. You will. Yeah, no. 500 to 1,000 if it's Dude, 50. You know, do they have anything for Moose Bear, though? Uh, Bendu? But no, but he's in the comics now. Yeah. <gasps> Moose Bear Stormcloud is in the comics. Yeah, because he Luke Luke actually tracks him down to get some, some of that uh, Jedi training. Mm, so they, they, straight from they, the source. Well, they filled in the blanks, because how the fuck is Luke a Jedi by Return of the Jedi if all he did was train on Dagobah for like 14 minutes? Oh. So he's actually hunting down, trying to find Jedi teachers, and one of them is Bendu, who's basically like, eh, fuck you, kid. I don't want to deal with your ass. <laughs> I like Bendu. That's why we like him. Yeah. All right, so there's uh, your deep dive into holocrons. That was cool. I learned that. a That's lot. That's pretty neat. Man, I'm, all, I'm just covered in nerd. I just, you know, you're I just... slimed myself already. <laughs> you're going to easily need 1,000 or 1,500. Yeah. Like, if you're a rookie. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, you want the full-on experience. I think you need 30 grand. Whoa! Probably. No, because no, the Astromech's 25. Yeah. I want the Astromech, and, and I need to make sure the yeah. Astromech Man, can, I, I can saw, launch my lightsaber. I, I saw all these people carrying around their little astromechs. Yeah, yeah, those are. I was so fucking. Can't jealous. you put the crystals in the little astromechs? Those. I no, don't no, know. they sell something. They sell personality chips. That's the right. little astromechs. Yeah, yeah. I think oh. are the little astromechs are maybe a hundred, hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, They sell a big one though. They sell a full size remote control astromech droid, and you get your choice of color and finish, and uh, you can have it in pristine condition or dirty, and it's twenty five thousand dollars. Wow! But. You can can talk I rock, to, drive it to work? Yeah. If you talk to <laughs> any anybody who's done the droid making clubs and whatnot, mm-hmm. that's actually cheaper than having one custom made. Really? Yeah. Those things are expensive. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. They are okay. super expensive. But they light up, they chirp, and you get the full remote that's control crazy. unit with it. I'm, I've been going through the neighbor's uh, garbage for aluminum cans, so I'm... Uh, <laughs> You're gonna, you're gonna smelt yeah. your that's own. That's what you're building your own robot. <laughs> oh, that's how I'm paying for it. I, oh, oh, I got you. Cycling my maybe. aluminum. Uh-huh. What's his name gonna be? Uh-huh. Fanta D two. <laughs> I like it. Fanta. Uh, yeah, that's that, that a good, good one. one. Uh, I, re- I read that uh, if you pay a hundred thousand uh, dollars, you, you you get a purple lightsaber, and Mace Windell uh, comes out of nowhere, and you guess guys get to fight. Is that like Mace Windu's long lost cousin? I say that's Mace Mace (laughs) Window. That's how we say it. How's that? Really? Yeah. Oh. What do you mean we? It's on Dave Chappelle. Like on Chappelle's show, they said Mace Window. Oh, okay. I didn't know. The truth of it is, Mace Window was pushed out a window. Right. Right. (laughs) Which left his wife a widow. Ah. Yeah. There we but, go. But you get to but you get to kill Sith with with Mace Window and say, and he says, yes, they deserve to die, and I hope they burn in hell. It's only a hundred grand. Yeah. What was that you said there? I had some steam and y'all, y'all but, you but, sandbagged my shit. But before, oh, no, no, no. I believe you sandbagged your own shit. But before he was pushed through the window. No, it's window. They they cleaned the window with uh, Mace Windex. It, no, like but you know who did it? You're it was, right. It was Martin Landau. Martin Landau. Guys, by the window. You're right. No, like I'm... I, I know it's Windu, and I just it realized, was for the but, joke. No, no, it was no, it was for, it was from Chappelle, like uh, Chappelle uh, mm. Chappelle show. They did a bit about Mace mm. Mace Windu, and I guess for legal reasons they couldn't say Mace Windu, so they said Mace Windu, and it just stuck with me. I just okay, realized that. All right. I'll yeah. accept that. Yeah, I'm Legalese. an idiot. 
All right. I'm uh, not having a smart time. Let's wrap this up. Do you, do you have games? I do. I got some games. These what are some, some gems. Yeah. What do you got? Is it Borderlands 3 time yet? No, September. It's coming soon, though. It's my birthday. All right. We got, uh, let's see, Umihara Kawasi Fresh! Exclamation point. I love those. That's easy for you to say. It's delicious. Yeah. Yeah. On the Switch. Those. Those Sounds like a Switch, Switch game. game. This yeah. is the most you got it. exciting sounding calendar app ever. Yes. And you got Doodle God Crime City. <laughs> also a Switch game. Yeah. Eagle Island Switch game. Eagle. Uh, okay, this is this is a real game. Nelly Kudalot, the Foul Fleet. Mm. She certainly does. I don't know. Uh, Professor Lupo and the, and his horrible pets. Jeremiah. <laughs> yeah, right. These are all jo- Switch jo- games. Jonesy is delightful. That's just not fair. Uh, let's see. Streets of Rogue. Xbox One. These, these are all like wait, indie wait, wait. games. Is it like the Streets of Rage knockoff? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But actually, it, it's, um, actually, it's a Streets of Rouge. It's a it's fighting uh, <laughs> Streets of Rouge. It's a musical be- theater, beauty parlors. I yeah. thought it was just the area where they dumped all the deleted Anna Paquin scenes. Ooh, <laughs> nice. Uh, Dragon Quest Builders Two for Dude, the PS4 and the all Switch. All those Dragon Quest games. I love them. Uh, God Eater Three for the Switch. Mm, yeah. And uh, what else we got? That's that is it for this week. Well, Wait. that's good enough. Wait, God Eater Three is coming to the Switch. Coming to the Switch. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, yep. phys- physical games. Got, Privateer Press just put out a, a new a new thing for their Monster Apocalypse game. If you don't know about Monster Apocalypse, you basically play a giant monster or a robot. Uh, the good guys try to defend the city while the bad guys smash the city. Ultimately, you just smash the shit the the city to hell. So uh, this week, the uh, giant gorillas were released. Um, not not is, Kong. Well, you can't it's call King him Kong. Kondo. It's King Kondo. Uh, he's out. He's a great-looking miniature. He also comes with his own uh, research center building. Uh, you can level up your gorillas faster if you are in possession of the oh, jungle building. Oh, I thought it was his. I thought no. he was a smart gorilla. But then, this is fantastic. This is the uh, ape gunners and the uh, assault apes, Carry, You'll enjoy these. Yeah. Because it's... Uh, oh, they're heavy. They're metal, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they're pewter. Uh, if you look at the back, you can see pictures of them. Um, oh, Flip them over. Those are fun. Yeah, it's apes with berets and machine guns. Oh, my God. So those are King Kondo's um, gorilla fighters. That one's got a rocket pack. Yeah. I mean, it shoots rockets. It right. doesn't fly. Well, yeah. the the next the next expansion comes out next month. For, it's, it's a big one like this guy. Uh, it's his assistant who's a, a rocket gunner, but the rocket gun that he's firing is a giant missile truck that he has mounted on his shoulder. Yeah, that's that's this one. Yeah, well, this one's actually, he's got a... a, a uh, like a semi truck on his shoulder that he's firing a missile out of the back of. Awesome! So, uh, Monster Apocalypse is a fantastic game. You can just check them out at your local game store. Next week we'll talk about the new stuff that came out for Star Wars Legion. All right, All right. thank you very much. Oh, I gotta wait till next week. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> Mister Mister B, if you would please. I'm just gonna stick my Kyber crystal in this ham here. And <laughs> uh, here we go. So, <laughs> tell me your secrets, Piggy. <laughs> 